Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the Matt Townsend Show. I'm your host, Dr. Matt Townsend, your coach, your guide on the side. Welcome to the program, the show where we give you the tools, the skills, the ideas, the solutions to help you have a healthier, happier life. Today, we're going to make sure you get your sleep. You got to get your Z's. I've got a cold coming on. I can feel it. And I'm thinking it's because of my sleep. And the fact that I'm trying to wear one shoe to bed every night. And I'm not a I'm not a sleep expert, but I have learned but I play one on TV. <laughs> if I wear one shoe one shoe to bed with a really good arch, it keeps me awake a lot of the night. So why are you doing it? I don't know. It's just my I'm drawing there's very le, there's very little I can do anymore. I've tried everything. You need to talk to our expert who's going to be on the show today and ask him if he can help you with your your foot problems while you sleep. I wish it was like restless leg, but it's just plantar fasciitis. And I wish I could say it's because I'm a marathon athlete, but I'm not. Nope. But I play one on TV. Okay. I play a marathoner on TV. So anyway, I'm not getting sleep, and it's not a big deal, but apparently, according to our guest today, I'm going to die young. (laughs) Because you're not sleeping? I don't know. Yeah. No, he doesn't say that, but we need our sleep. Sleep is like one of the most critical things, and we never talk about it until we're not getting enough of it. And my kids, for crying out loud, are you kidding me? Go to bed. Mm -hmm. Go to bed. Oh, I know. I'll be going to bed late tonight myself. Yeah. Because you've got you've got the party tonight. Actually, kind of. Is it? No, we're going over to my. It's it's a tradition every year, just before Thanksgiving. Oh, the Giants game. No, well, there's that too, but no, the family goes over to Grandma's house and we make popcorn balls. Oh, what a great tradition! Mm-hmm. I and will have some for you here tomorrow. By that the way. will be and tell your mom thank you ahead of time. Oh, just tell me. I'm making them. Oh, well, tell yourself <laughs> thank you. Thanks for bringing them ahead of time. That'll be great. We could eat we could eat the the caramel balls of popcorn mm-hmm. in the studio. This studio is oh, going to smell so sweet. It's going to smell sweet and you know what's going to be great? Those the all the knobs will be just a little stickier. Mm-hmm. Perfect. <laughs> that's for Don. Yeah. If he's out there listening. <laughs> I knew Don's the boss. <laughs> Sometimes we like that's the only way we can get Don in here is when we <laughs> make comments like that cuz he'll come in and do the sticky check. Um, do you guys sleep very well? Do you uh do you get to bed early? Do you rise early? Um I get I get a lot more sleep now that I'm doing an afternoon show. Do producing you? an afternoon show rather yeah, than a morning, morning show. Yeah, that morning show was hard on you. A little You you lost hair. It was hard. <laughs> no, I lost hair before I did oh, that. Oh, you show. did. Okay. I didn't see it before that show. No, well I get more sleep because I don't have to get up as early. What time did you get up for the early show? Uh I was up at 4 4:30. <laughs> That's sad. Yeah. <laughs> Is that when they get up to do the show? That's when I would get up so what I could are they get here. Doing? That's early. I had to be here by, you know, six o'clock. Wow. Now I don't have to be here till nine. See, it takes me till noon to get my head working. Then I kick in. Uh, but I'm a pistol by three. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Loaded and ready to Locked go. Locked and loaded. <laughs> ready to go. 
James, do you sleep very well? Do you get to bed early? Do you? I'm a night owl. So mm. I, I, this Ooh. last week, I've yeah. been trying to do better with that, trying to get bed a lot earlier, like 1030. But uh, but in the past, <sighs> it's just, it's so hard because there's so much to do, like yeah. homework and everything. And so plus your social life. Yeah, exactly. Plus so, Malele. Yeah, seriously. Because <laughs> so I stay up until like two o'clock, three o'clock. <laughs> Malele's your girlfriend. Yeah, Malele. She has many names, apparently. <laughs> What is her name? Molly. Well, Mo- isn't that what Malele means is many names? I don't know. I, I think guess so. <laughs> I Molly. No yeah. Because you won't tell me her real name. Yeah. We have to keep making up names. Molly, Mallory, Malele. Yeah. All of the above. Munchkin. <laughs> She's cute and I'd like to meet her someday. One day. What day would that be? In the far distant future. See, but when I was in dating, a galaxy far, when, far I was, away. when I was dating my wife, we I would always stay there really late and we'd talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just talk. Do you guys, do you and Malele ever just like stay up late talking? Yeah, yeah. We stay up late, just having really good conversations. That's great. Yeah, it's fantastic. But it cuts down on my sleep, though. Yeah, so that, yeah, that's, that's difficult. True. So you know what's great about being married? What you don't talk. Yeah. Oh, that's great! Wow, you just go right to bed. Exactly. So if you want to fix your sleep problems, <laughs> get married. That is get a married. pathetic marriage. <laughs> Last night I was in bed at ten o'clock. I had my shoe on <laughs> with my insert. I was ready to go. Is there a nursery rhyme by one shoe on, one shoe off? Probably. Okay. But you know what? I'm, I always look at it like I'm half ready for an intruder to come. In. Okay. And um, I was ready to go. I read. For about 45 minutes out of a book that I love. And guess what? I was so tired. And then I just said, I'm just going to check my phone to make sure my schedule tomorrow morning. And I turned on my phone. And an hour and a half later, you went 12, to sleep? 20, <laughs> I went to sleep. See, there's your problem checking your phone. Let me guess. Deer Hunter 2014. No. No, I don't really? play Deer Hunter anymore. Oh. No, I play. I'll tell you what I play because I'm just going to shoot straight with you because uh, I'm not. There's no. No, I used to play that till the accident. <laughs> now I play Madden Mobile. Really? I'm good. I, I've I've won three Super Bowls. Wow. wow. I'm the Broncos. <laughs> uh, three Super okay. Bowls. Three. Um, <clears throat> so you know, sleep blown. And I knew in my head if I if I turned that phone on, I knew it was over. I knew I would, yep. and it woke me right up. Yep. Bad. So we're going to talk to the pros about that. But before we do, let's get to to the headlines. Headliners from the Matt Townsend Show, a summary of stories that you might have missed. Did we miss anything? Dateline, daytime savings. Oh, daylight savings Mm -hmm. time. Was that what they call it? Daylight? Daylight savings time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (sighs) It's coming. Got to change the clock this Sunday. This is when it gets all dark. Is it this Sunday? This Sunday. Oh, no. It's this Sunday. You're going to fall back an hour. Fall back, which means nothing but more sleep. More hour. One more hour of sleep mm. this Sunday. Yummy. Yeah, like like that's really going to help. <laughs> it won't matter because I'll go to bed an hour later. You're going to be playing Madden. <laughs> uh, don't remind me. You play another hour of Madden. There you go. That's horrible. Okay. But yeah, this Sunday, November 2nd to so is that time. So everybody out there that participates, which apparently is everyone in the country minus... Arizona and parts of Indiana. I'm, I'm not... Those are the two I know of. There may be other parts of the country Maybe Hawaii? I don't know if they do or not. I mean, it seems like they might not. It seems like uh, Canada or um, Alaska wouldn't. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't they have all day of light? But if you have children who <sighs> don't know how to tell time on yeah. a clock, they're, 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 their rhythm yeah. is not going to have them sleep an extra hour. That's right. 
So <laughs> you got to do stuff. Well, in order. you know what you do. This is the greatest trick in the world. You just change the clocks when everyone yep. leaves for school. You change the clocks. Fall back, mm-hmm. and then when they all get home, they won't notice it. True, but it'll get dark, and the time will seem right. And okay, mm-hmm. and then we just put them to bed, and they're like, "I'm mm-hmm. not even tired." And then you give everyone are, a Benadryl. We're talking about kids like before entering school, mm-hmm. like babies. Yeah, those kids, they're not younger in the kids. Yeah. No. It's going to change the feeding schedule of your baby. Exactly. So be ready. But here's a tip: if you start about three or four days out and push the bedtime back fifteen to twenty minutes per day. And then when the second rolls around, they're going to be partially adjusted and won't be mm. as dramatic. That's for great. Them. That's one way to do it. Mm-hmm. Another way, Benadryl and a lot of turkey. That's true. Now, if you forget to do it a few days out, which if a, th- a few days out would be like tonight, tonight. or if tomorrow you night, to ben- yeah. um, you can, if you keep the house dimly lit mm. for the first hour or so, sure. then they can get their clock set. Start yeah. Start lowering the lights. Exactly. Keep the lights low. Yeah. Well, and then, then just say so. They're like, "Why aren't the lights on?" You're like, "No, they are, honey. You're just tired." Mm-hmm. And then I like to rub their forehead right between their eyes, <laughs> and then they get sleepy eyes. <laughs> but that's just some hints that if you have a really small child, that uh, could help you out with the time change. Oh, boy. Now yourself, I'm not sure what's going to help. Turkey. <laughs> Turkey makes you tired. So does a really big. Uh oh. Oh, somebody just turned down the lights in the room. James dimmed the lights and... <sighs> Got to get some Barry White going now. <laughs> Let's not. <laughs> Let's not get Barry White going. Um, okay, well, are we going to be able to do the next... Oh, that's no, such a good we, story. We we'll up. come back. Yeah. We'll do that in the e-block. Because okay. here's the deal, folks. If you've got insomnia, if you've got sleeping problems, if you just know you're losing energy and focus, you can't get through your day, you're having breakdowns, you're sick a lot. Maybe today's the day we're going to fix that. We have the author Robert Rosenberg is going to be joining us. Dr. Robert Rosenberg, the author of Sleep Soundly Every Night, Feel Fantastic Every Day. He's going to be answering questions. Give us a call, 1-855-CHAT-BYU. If you have a question about sleep, sleep habits, sleep problems, give us a call. 1-855-CHAT-BYU. We'll get you on the phone. And uh, you'll get to talk to the good doctor about your sleep questions. Again, the Matt Townsend Show. We will be back after this break. You're listening to us right here on BYU Radio. Welcome back, everybody. That song. Oh, that song makes me laugh. A flashback to when was that? The 50s? Ah. Oh. Mr. Sandman. Hey, does Sandman... Uh, Go ahead, name that group. Bug you yeah, in the yeah. middle of the night? I'll tell you who it is. Yeah, you're looking. That's the Cordettes. You're looking. 1954. 54. I had no idea who it was either until we found it. That song I sang in a choir when I was like 12. Really? And I had to talk to my mom. And you probably sang I had a solo, too. and my mom would practice the solo with me, and she explained to me what the Sandman was. I guess he'd put sand in your eyes or something. I can't remember, but he'd make you tired. Mm-hmm. Yep. I didn't like the guy because I hate sand in my eyes. Well, you'd think that sand in your eyes wouldn't make you want to go to sleep. Well, if you, you want to like the Sandman, eyes. you should watch Rise of the Guardians. I've got to get to that. That's a good movie. Yeah, it is. Let good. me put that on my list. 
But you know what? It'll just keep me up later. I'm not doing it. Because today we've got, we've got the pro uh, joining us right now. Dr. Robert S. Rosenberg is his name. He is a board-certified uh, physician in sleep medicine and pulmonary medicine and internal medicine. He serves as the medical director of the Sleep Disorder Center of Prescott Valley, Arizona, and sleep medicine consultant for the Mountain Heart Health Services in Flagstaff, Arizona. He's written the book, Sleep Soundly Every Night, Feel Fantastic Every Day, and he is here, folks, to talk to us. So please give us a call, 1-855-CHAT-BYU. What question do you have about sleep for your children, for your families? How do you get that guy that snores next to you to quit snoring? By the way, that's for James. And... um we are slowly going to figure out everything we need to know to sleep healthier. Dr. Robert S. Rosenberg, welcome to the Matt Townsend Show. Hi, Matt. How are you today? Excellent. And it's so good to have you on the show. Um, I, I feel like I have been needing you for months. Okay. <laughs> and I'm just going to shoot straight with you. So I have, sure. I have plantar fasciitis in my okay. foot. I have tried everything in the world from shoe or boots that stretch my feet to whatever. So I tried. A, I'm, now I wear a tennis shoe to bed. Okay. To keep my foot straight right. with with, an imp- with a thing inside of it, an insert. And guess what it does, Robert? It keeps me awake all night long. Yeah, I, would... <laughs> I don't know what to do. So, so you probably deal with this all the time. There's a million different reasons people can't get sleep. And, and yet in the end, I guess you're here to teach us why it matters and why we're all struggling so much. Right. So basically, I mean, oh, by the way, you might want to try orthotics. I had the same problem when I got orthotics and went away. But that's, uh, I'm, I'm, my dad was a foot doctor. I'm was not. he? Yes, he was. <laughs> oh, see, and I've got all these nice expensive ones, but they're not the $200, $300 orthotics. So maybe yeah, that's the answer. Work. But in any event, yeah, sleep is, is a major, uh, lack of sleep is a major problem in the United States. The National Sleep Foundation estimates that uh, up to 20 to 30% of the population now is getting by or trying to get by in less than six hours of sleep at uh. night. And as a result, uh, we're seeing a real epidemic of obesity due to lack of sleep. We're seeing an increased incidence of diabetes and hypertension. And wow. even a recent study showed that people who slept less than six hours had a much higher incidence of stroke. Now, why? I mean, it's sleep, Robert, right? right. I mean, but why would it impact me? I guess the weight makes it because I lack energy. Is that why I'm not? I don't have enough energy to stay healthy and fit. That's, that's part of it, but it's also hormonal. When we sleep uh, less than six hours, uh, we put out more of a hormone called ghrelin, which is an appetite-stimulating hormone. Ooh. And we tend to put out less of a hormone called leptin, which is an appetite-suppressing hormone. Interesting. And that combination of too much ghrelin and not enough leptin leads to obesity, um, which, of course, is also why it, it, it ends up with diabetes and insulin resistance as a result of all of those things occurring at the same time. And the reason why is when we sleep at night, we shut down our our sympathetic nervous system, our our fight or flight system, Uh and that's our stress system. But when you sleep only five or six hours, that means your sympathetic nervous system is active about 18 hours a day. Okay. As opposed to, if you see where I'm going with that. Yeah. And so as a result, your your blood vessels, the lining of your blood vessels, and your your organs are being uh, basically exposed to higher levels of the sympathetic nervous system, the stress system, throughout the day because of your lack of sleep. So you say, well, what the heck, a couple of nights. But we're talking about some people who sleep less than five or six hours a night for years. And that lack of sleep, you can't make up for it on the weekends, and it takes its toll by causing atherosclerosis and problems with, uh, as a result, heart attack and stroke and and high blood pressure. Isn't that 
You know what? It is so interesting because it's just sleep. But right. it's what what is happening to us when we're sleeping. So the chemistry is changing in us, and right. I guess the stress hormones are reducing. Right. Blood pressure drops about 15 points when you sleep because huh. your parasympathetic nervous system takes over. But there's much more important things going on during sleep. That's why it's so important. First of all, a lot of your ability to learn memory is basically uploaded during sleep more than any other time. Oh, wow. Numerous studies have shown that if you, you, you learn a task and take a nap or have a good night's sleep, that those people do much better than the people who learn the task in the morning, didn't nap, didn't sleep, and took a test later in the afternoon. Every, okay. every time we do that, we, we know that. So that's one thing. Number two, during the night, there's a thing we now know called the glymphatic system that cleans toxins out of the brain at a rate that is 10 times higher than it is during wakefulness. <laughs> and they, it cleans out deposits called amyloid deposits, which those... Those of your listeners out there who are familiar with Alzheimer's know that's yeah. one of the building block of Alzheimer's, and we now be- are beginning to think that one one of the ways to prevent Alzheimer's not 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 to complete, but maybe to get more sleep, that, or at least that people with Alzheimer's frequently we found out they had a long history of not sleeping more than five or six hours a night, and then growth hormone is released uh, basically during sleep, during slow wave sleep in the first two to three hours. So if you're a child, that's important for growth. And if you're an adult, it's very important for tissue repair. Holy so if cow. Out, if you're working out all day long, you exercise, uh, you know, and you don't get any sleep, don't be surprised, or you don't get enough sleep, don't be surprised if you uh, get the opposite of what you want. You get a breakdown of muscle and tissue as opposed to uh, a building up of muscle and tissue. You know, it's, um, it's so funny because we just think it's, wasted time but meanwhile your body is kicking in you've got the brain zamboni that comes out and starts cleaning your brain for you exactly what that's a good way of putting it. don't you think and it's like because then the ice is nice and clean in the morning and everything is charged and you've got the hormones i mean we just sit there and oh i've got to go to sleep from as a child we don't want to do it we don't want i was the same way and we also process emotions at night Hmm. people people why why do insomniacs and people who don't get enough sleep tend to be grumpy irritable and have a high incidence of depression right part of it we feel is because when you don't get enough sleep especially REM sleep which is when we do most of a lot of emotional processing is done during REM sleep and when you're REM deprived that in turn may lead to emotional problems later on and actually that's one of the basics now of uh, of diagnosing and treating uh, vets and uh, with PTSD huh. we, we think that it's uh, they it starts off with a disruption of sleep during REM which prevents them from responding to therapy for oh, PTSD. Right, because they're just back, they're backloading emotion and exactly. they can't clean it out. They're not processing it, they're not getting the conversation that normally goes on between the deeper or the emotional parts of the brain called the limbic system huh. and the higher or the cortex, cortical parts of the brain, which kind of usually carry on a conversation during REM sleep. That's fascinating. I mean, think of that. So one of the things that might be debilitating our soldiers, I mean, PTSD is huge right now, and it simply starts with a lack of sleep and then a lack of ability to process. In my book, I have a chapter devoted to PTSD. One of the things we bring out is the fact that it's very interesting. We used to think that that the sleep problems associated with PTSD were just a secondary phenomena, and when you treated the PTSD, the sleep would get better. We now know that's not the case at all, that the sleep problem 
may actually precede. There's a study that was done in the military, uh, the Millennium Cohort study, and they about the people who had insomnia before going into the service or had sleep difficulty before being shipped over to Afghanistan or, or Iraq had the highest incidence of PTSD oh, when, they encountered, when they encountered trauma. So yeah. it may well be that the lack of sleep not only is a problem during the PTSD, but in some cases may set them up for PTSD. Sure, which could could easily be evaluated, cured, right. dealt with before they go out there. And yet it comes back to one of these basics, food, your diet, I mean, so your diet, your exercise, and your sleep. I mean, these are basics that have been pretty much, you know, the key, and yet we don't even see them as a trigger, a predictor necessarily. No, we do not. We're beginning to. Yeah, that's great. I mean, I guess, good, we're advancing. Right. We're starting to get it. That's what I love about uh, what I'm seeing in your book is the book is kind of broken down with each chapter is taking on a different kind of issue, a different sleep issue. Is that right? Exactly right. I mean, and there's a lot of Really, I mean, sleepwalking, night terrors. I had a son that had night terrors, and until I finally learned how to get deal with it, I mean, it was causing chaos and fear for all of us. So well, let's do this. Let's take a break, and um, we'll come back and have more from Dr. Robert S. Rosenberg. But go to his website, AnswersForSleep.com. On there, you can find out about his book, but he, he has articles, basically big blog entries. He's been on Oprah. He's been on all the big shows. He's answering your questions today. So if you have a question about any of your sleep issues, sleep problems, give us a call, one eight five five chat byu one eight five five chat byu We'd love to ask those questions on the air and uh, give you some help. We're going to take a break, my friends. More with your sleeping problems And the good Dr. Rosenberg when we come back right here on the Matt Townsend Show on BYU Radio. Welcome back, everybody, to the Matt Townsend Show. This song is called Dreams from the Cranberries. By the way, great for your kidneys. Cranberries. Hey, today we're talking sleeping problems. Do you have a hard time getting to sleep? Did you know that in the middle of the night, again, I'm not a sleep expert, but I just talked to one on the, on the show here. Uh, did you know that every night a Zamboni, a brain bony, we call them, comes out in your brain and cleans the ice, cleans it all up. And if you're not getting sleep, guess what? Your brain's not getting the cleanup. And it's not getting the hormone management. It's not getting, you know, a lot of stuff. And it's going to impact us. And that's why we wake up angry and upset and frustrated and without energy. So we've asked a good doctor, Robert Rosenberg, to join us. And Robert has spent uh, the last 20 years um, studying this field of sleep medicine. He's a board-certified physician in sleep medicine, pulmonary medicine, and internal medicine. He also um, serves as the medical director of the Sleep Disorders Center of Prescott Valley, Arizona, and a sleep medicine consultant for Mountain Heart Health Services in Flagstaff, Arizona. He also um, has appeared on all the major shows does a lot of lecturing throughout the country on sleep medicine. Go to his website, AnswersForSleep.com. You can also see uh, his books, Sleep Soundly Every Night, Feel Fantastic Every Day. Dr. Rosenberg, welcome back, my friend. Thank you, Matt. Thank you. Having a good time. This is, uh, I mean, it really is. It seems like it's, it's a no-brainer. You just get some sleep. How much, how much sleep do we need? You know, at the 
the magic number, there isn't one, but but we'd think between seven and eight and a half to nine hours for most people. Oh, wow. That's not to say that there aren't short sleepers who can get by on less than seven, and there are long sleepers who need ten. But we do statistically begin to see an increased incidence of dying at a, a younger age. When we get below seven and certainly below six hours, we see a premature death. So we kind of use that as a uh, as a measuring stick. There was a study recently done, done I think it was in Finland. Uh, they studied 30 or 40,000 people. They found about seven to eight and a half hours. They found that the people who slept more than nine hours uh, did well as long as they weren't sedentary. Huh. Those people who slept more than nine to ten hours who were sedentary did not, they, they also tended to get ill more quickly. But the people who slept for less than seven hours, irregardless of whether they exercised or stayed in shape, when they were followed over the, this period of time, there was a higher death rate amongst hmm. them, irregardless. Oh, my heavens, because that's, that seems crazy. I always just thought, you know, the guy that can go with five and a half hours was just a superstar. Yeah, until he until he has a stroke or a heart attack. Yeah, yeah interesting. A lot of them are doctors. <laughs> yeah, after college, and all of a sudden you find out he didn't make it to the age of 50. That's right. <laughs> but it's it's something that I mean because also we have kind of a, this belief in our culture that if you're sleeping eight hours a day, nine hours, I mean, who has the time to? What a lazy! But really, they're not lazy. Some they no, just know their body, to, and that's what they used to. I mean, before the industrial revolution, before the light, you know, electric lights. Uh, you know, a farmer would go to bed at about 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock, and wake up at about 4 in the morning uh, to milk the cows. Yeah. We'd get about eight hours of pretty much uninterrupted sleep. Oh, those were the days. Those were the days. <laughs> now we've got iPhones, cell phones, and plantar fasciitis. Yes. See, yes. back in the day, that farmer would have just been limping for the rest of his life. That's right. There were no orthotics from cows. <laughs> there weren't. It's a, uh, um, it's a, I think it's a great topic, and I didn't even – I mean, what percentage of America do you think, then, are sleep-deprived? Well, the like, National Sleep Foundation is funding 20 to 30 percent of most surveys. The big one in 2008 are sleeping less than six hours. Jeez. And that's, to me, less than six hours, I mean, in every study I've seen, that is a definite break-off point between health and and disease. I mean, you can debate the six to seven hour sleeper, but when you get to less than six, we really do see the higher incidence yeah. of high blood pressure, heart attack. So, so there's a third of the people in the United States who are trying to get by on that amount of sleep on a regular basis. Well, and they may be driving truck. They may be in charge of a train. They may uh, be flying your airplane. Well, 100,000 accidents a year are believed to be due to uh, sleep-related. And in a recent survey done by the National Sleep Foundation, one out of every three people admitted to dozing off at least once behind the wheel during oh, the previous year. I've done that. Yeah. but And it's, I mean, your whole family's in the car. Right. And you're like, I'm just going to take a nap right now. That's it's, probably the best thing to do. But, I mean, but you pull over and go take a nap, huh? Pull over, take a, take a 20 or 30-minute nap. That'll give you, in most studies, about two to three hours of increasing alertness. Holy cow, that's great. Two to three hours yes. of increased alertness. And and um, I, I guess, too, it would also minimize your ineffectiveness because, oh, yeah. because uh, you're just going to push through it and be ineffective anyway. Even better is uh, what we're recommending for truck drivers, although what we're telling, really telling them is get, get off the road and get some sleep. But, but uh, if you could have a cup of coffee at about 30 minutes uh, before you're going to drive again, have a cup of coffee, then take the nap. Now, the coffee is going to take a half an hour to kick in, so it's not going to interfere with your nap. And then if you, uh, after the half hour of nap plus the coffee, then your alertness will increase possibly to four more hours. Oh, wow. Yeah, and it heightens it, huh? And that is, yeah, that uh, sounds 
that's that's some stuff that uh, that's not that old actually, but it's been around a couple of years, and those are recommendations we are making. What would you? How how do I personally know how much sleep I need? Well, one good way is when you go on a vacation, Matt. When you're not stressed with having to get up to work, right. you're on the radio. Find out what your natural sleep wake schedule is. Okay. So for usually by day two or three, if you've taken a vacation somewhere, you know, nice, nice quiet place, with yeah. family or whatever, um, you'll you'll get a pretty good idea of just how many hours you actually need. Because by day three, you'll you know, first of all, your sleep debt from the work week right. will probably be gone. By day three or so, you pretty much will will get a good feel for what time it. You wake. You need to go to bed. What time you wake up, and how many hours of sleep you need when you're not pressured to wake up? Yeah. Oh, that's great advice. And then, I mean, if it's eight, then you pretty much need to shoot for eight. Yeah, that's right. Then you should really be thinking. You know, okay, maybe seven to eight, but trying to do five or six is not for me. Mm-hmm. And that's maybe why you sleep so late on the weekends. And that's what we we uh, we basically call social jet lag. <laughs> People sleep an extra couple hours on the weekends, and they don't realize they're doing it because they're getting insufficient sleep on the weekdays. Sure, and I, I've heard you can't really make it up. You can't. Because like we talked about in the earlier segment, the stress on your body, the blood pressure, the inability to, to, to use growth hormone to get your body's tissue to repair, you can't suddenly on Saturday or Sunday think you're going to make up for the previous seven days or six days of sleep deprivation. Yeah, that takes – that just has to happen naturally, running right, the Zamboni. Exactly right. yeah. You can't – you can't – it just does not work. I love that. That's – I mean, it's so – again, this is what's so fun about talking to an expert is we can just throw them out and get all the answers. You talk about sleep hygiene. Right. What does that mean? Well, sleep hygiene is really developing patterns of behavior or and eliminating negative patterns of behavior that interfere with your ability to, to sleep a full night, to sleep yep. peacefully, and to stay alert during the day. So – Sleep hygiene, we're talking about maintaining a regular sleep-wake schedule. That's very important. Um, avoiding uh, uh, naps of longer than 30 minutes to an hour, because if you're napping that long, one, it may be a sign that you're too sleepy, that you're not getting enough sleep. And number two, it's counterproductive, because after you've napped an hour or so, it's going to cut into that night's sleep. There you go. Yeah, you're stealing from that. Stealing from the night. Yeah, yeah. The, brain has, the brain has a very nice calculating system that's, <laughs> that's very, very sophisticated. Also, don't look at the alarm clock. That just leads to calculating and causing problems. Uh, exercise every day if you can, at least three or four times a week. That's very important in sleep hygiene. And try not to drink that mocha latte after 12 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, after what time? 12, noon. So no caffeine push. If you're, if you're, look, if you're a person who's having sleep problems, then, then the first thing I tell you is let's, let's eliminate the caffeine after 12 o'clock. And for a lot of my patients, that does it because not all of us metabolize caffeine at the same rate. Yeah, when we're young, many of us metabolize it in four to six hours. And even then, if you're going to go out to Starbucks at 8 o'clock at night, don't be surprised for why you can't fall or stay asleep. (laughs) But as we get older, uh, we tend to take longer to metabolize it. Some of us are unaware. And also, don't start drinking to help you sleep at night. Yeah. that leads to a lot of problems. It leads to alcoholism. It leads to people being frustrated because when the alcohol leaves your system after three hours or so, you're going to wake up. And so even though you fell asleep because you were you drank the alcohol, you won't be able to stay asleep. See, um, I you know I've had some Nyquil. I have a cold and right now and uh, boy, but I you walk up, I wake up a sloppy Nyquil drunk. 
Right, because it's got an old antihistamine in it, diphenhydramine or doxalamine. Yeah. That's what all of those over-the-counter things have. And what people don't realize is they may hang around for 12 to 14 oh. hours. So a lot of people who take like Tylenol PM or Advil PM, they, they want to know, well, why is it I'm still, I'm still <laughs> sleepy in the morning and even until 11 o'clock in the, afternoon, in the morning? Because the, the drug really hasn't worn off. Oh no! And I mean, if you're if you have to medicate to sleep, there's something else going on, right? And it might just simply be you had the latte at eight o'clock at night. It might be the poor sleep hygiene. That's exactly. That's right. And the main thing with sleep hygiene is get the television out of the bedroom. Yeah. Get the computers out of the bedroom and don't take any laptops or iPads or cell phones into bed with you. Try to turn the blue light because that's what they em- they, they give off blue light. Yeah. And the blue light is the most disturbing. Try to get that stuff shut down 60 to 90 minutes before you go to bed. Oh, wow. That's why my kids won't sleep. Yeah, because mel- they can't produce any melatonin. Melatonin is the hormone that we all produce at about nine, ten o'clock at night to help us get to sleep. I yeah. mean, it's a, it's it's a sleep the sleep hormone. If your eyes are being exposed to blue light, iPads, televisions, computers, melatonin production drops to zero immediately. Mm. See. That's exactly. So last night I was way tired. Ten thirty, finished reading, opened up my phone to just check my schedule. Right. And literally an hour and forty five minutes later, done. I couldn't sleep. <laughs> well, that's a perfect example. That's it. Probably what happened is you, you're, if someone had measured your your melatonin levels, it's amazing. As soon as that blue light hits the retina. The melatonin level just drops almost instantaneously, and then it's very hard to fall asleep without melatonin to help drop your core body temperature and induce sleep. Oh my heavens! And to think of this again: technology. We don't even. We're, that's a new learning too, right? We haven't known this. No. I mean, this is this is stuff we're learning. We we realize that blue light is the most and and the and the government mandated CFU bulbs. You know, yeah, 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 which are all blue light. They give off more blue light than the old incandescent (laughs) bulb, and that is why many people who have that in the bedroom are now having more trouble sleeping. See, it's the government. It is the government, Robert. They're after us. Hey, hey, they don't want us to go to sleep. They don't want us to sleep because that's That's the way they're going to get more taxes out of us. Um, (laughs) This is fascinating. We're going to take a break, Robert. We'll come back more with Dr. Robert Rosenberg, author of the book Sleep Soundly Every Night. Feel fantastic every day. Go to his website, AnswersForSleep.com. Couldn't be easier than that. Again, he's got article after article, every issue you can imagine, even specific issues, uh, like even specific uh, sleep and hypertension, restless leg syndrome, not enough sleep, sleep and stroke. You've got it. Uh, It's all on that site. We'll take a break. More when we come back on your sleeping health. This is the Matt Townsend Show. You're listening to us right here on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. Good night, my angel. Time to close your eyes and save these questions for another day. Welcome back, my friends, to the Matt Townsend Show. Holy cow, Billy Joel. I could fall asleep to that song. Just so sweet, suave. <sighs> now I'm tired. Hey, we've got a great show for you today. We're talking about sleeping problems. Do you have a sleeping problem? Or do you really just have a problem with the fact that you had a big Mexican dinner at 945 
and you're trying to go to bed. That might be causing you a problem. We've asked our guest today, Dr. Robert Rosenberg, to join us. He has been working on this uh, sleep uh, problem and in the field of sleep medicine for over 20 years. He's a board-certified sleep medicine, pulmonary medicine, and internal medicine expert and uh, serves on a bunch of boards, works at a bunch of different locations and hospitals, and has written the book that we are discussing today, Sleep Soundly Every Night, Feel Fantastic Every Day. And uh, he offers really an awesome website. I get to look at a lot of websites, and this um, this is truly one that is a resource for you. Um, if you have sleeping issues, if your family has sleeping issues, go check it out, Answers for Sleep. Com. Dr. Rosenberg, welcome back to the program. Thank you, Matt. So good to have you. And um, as we are, as we're talking here, give us some more like things. Give us some more solutions. What should we be doing to have that sound sleep every night? Okay, uh, we talked about obviously about turning off the blue lights. Yep. And, and things we talked about caffeine and good sleep hygiene. Get rid of the big uh, meal, you know, maybe. Right now, let's talk about about our attitudes. We can't bring our worries into the bedroom. Okay, yeah. Can't bring work into the bedroom. Can't bring your worries to the bedroom. Um, don't get into fights before bed. Don't get involved in business uh, with a business associate uh, within an hour of bedtime. Yeah. And if you're a worry wart, then learn to write your worries down. In my book, we talk about something called constructive worrying. You write down your problems at about 5 or 6 o'clock in the evening. You write down your solutions. You put it in the desk drawer, and you try to leave it there. That's a great idea. I mean, yeah, like, it, it sounds, you know. But you'll come back to it tomorrow. It's yeah, it's going to be there tomorrow. And, and do it again or whatever, but don't bring it into the bedroom. <laughs> Try to train yourself not to bring your worries and problems into the bedroom. And if you do, then you're going to have a heck of a time falling asleep. And also... Try not to look at that alarm clock. Put the alarm clock in a place where it'll wake you up in the morning, but you don't want to be looking at it constantly calculating how many hours That's am right. I going to sleep. Three more hours. That, makes, that just, just makes it impossible to fall asleep, leads to higher levels of stress hormones and more anxiety. I love that. That's great advice. Hey, we have a couple callers, Doc, I sure. wanted you to talk to. Yeah. Let's get to Byron. Byron's on the line. Byron, are you there? Yes, I am. How are you, my friend? What's your question? My question is, the high school that my daughter goes to, they're talking about uh, changing the start time to later. Oh. Uh, right now they start at 7.30, and they're saying it's because of go. the circadian rhythms that teenagers have, and, they, and they're saying the benefits of that is that they'll learn better, they'll, kids will have fewer depression, and they'll have uh, fewer accidents and those kinds of things. And I, I wondered what the doctor thinks about that. Great, great question, Byron. Great question. I, I, I would say yes, yes, yes to all of that. Uh, and I see it because uh, about 7% of high school adolescents have a circadian disorder called delayed sleep phase, where their circadian clock in your, little, in your brain, hypothalamus, actually begins to shift from 8 or 9 o'clock at night till 11, 12, sometimes 1 in the morning. Mm. And they, they really have no power over it. I mean, it's, it's a it biological shifted. change that yeah. goes on. Is it, is it a teen thing? What is it? Is it just what happens when we're maturing? Yeah, well, in 7% to 10% of kids, they, they, and in a lot of they, they, most most adolescents, when they hit the teens, they get a, a, a phase change, we call it in sleep medicine. That is, they literally, 
uh, like I, we talked to you, I talked to you about the melatonin. So, yeah. you, whereas at the age of eleven they were putting out melatonin at nine o'clock at night, Matt, at the yeah. age of fifteen or sixteen, they're not putting it out to eleven o'clock or midnight. Oh, so they're not even tired till so midnight. It's a physiological thing. It's a real thing. Yeah, and it's not all of them, but a lot of them. So okay. those kids who have this and are made to get up at 6.30 or 7 o'clock in the morning, they're trying to get by on five or six hours of sleep a night, no fault of their own. And so for those children, a later start time really works, cuts down on, on insomnia, mm-hmm. cuts down on suicide, depression, and they do better in school. So I'm, I'm a great, great believer in that. Well, and it's funny. if you I think, did you say 7% have the delayed sleep phase? Yeah, problems? at least 7% of children on average yeah. have that. It will go away in most of them by the time they become adults. But remember... Those who don't end yeah. up being our shift workers. Oh yeah, oh that's probably true, huh? The people who the people who tell you, you know, from the time I was fifteen, I was a night owl, and I've always done that's better it. working at night. Oh, that's good. Hey, we got another caller for you, Doc. Sure. Bob is on the line. Bob, welcome to the Matt Townsend Show. Howdy, guys. How are you, buddy? I'm doing all right. How are you guys? Good. Uh, we got a little sleep problem, Bob. Uh, well, it's, it's it's related to a sleep problem. I, I heard you mention earlier in the show, and it wasn't the first time I, I've heard this, that when you get lack of sleep the next day, um, you're, you're, you have more of an appetite. Mm-hmm. Is that, and, uh, yeah. and, and I'm kind of the exact opposite. Actually, when I get l- lack of sleep, I'm extremely nauseous the whole day. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah. And so so I didn't know if, if, if the doctor knew, is there is there something more to that? Do I just need to always get enough sleep, or is there something more there? Um that, that that's going on since it doesn't follow since it doesn't follow the norm. Great question. We, we know that's a good question. I, I, we know that people who have inflammatory bowel disease. I mean, for just a moment, people who suffer from irritable bowel syndrome yeah. and who have ulcerative colitis and, uh, and regional uh, Crohn's disease, when they get lack of sleep, and it, studies are coming out, they have flare-ups of their intestinal disease much more frequently. Oh, uh-huh. and so the GI. So, so in your case, you know. Unlike most some people whose appetite increases, you get nausea, but that just reinforces the fact that we're seeing studies that are showing that our GI tract is very much susceptible in many different ways and in many different forms to lack of sleep. Hmm. I mean, that could be, I guess, the chemicals, the hormones. Sure. I mean, that's the way he responds to lack of sleep, but the fact that he gets nauseated when he doesn't get enough sleep tells you there's definitely a cause and effect. Yeah. Oh, that's great. I mean, it's it's that's his body talking to him. Right. Exactly so we need right. to pay attention to well, that. You know, I, I, just for, when people, one of the major symptoms of jet lag, so he's not is nausea. A lot of people when they when they travel to England, uh-huh. um, they they for the first few days, yeah. they can't digest, they can't eat, and they're they're constipated or nauseated. And we think that that's just because of, I guess. You know, flying to thirty thousand feet at three hundred miles an hour. Right. <laughs> but it really might simply be we're not sleeping right. We're upside down. And even, I don't want to get too technical, but we're finding that there are melatonin receptors in the intestinal tract, which which are actually antioxidants. Oh. And we think, at least this is what the GI guys who are studying Crohn's and ulcerative colitis and lack of sleep, think that it may be the inability or the lack of melatonin production that in part may cause the flare-ups of bowel disease. Oh, my heavens. What if, I never thought of that. Well, what if we tied the bowel diseases to sleep? I mean, if all of a sudden there's a connection, I mean, there's got to be. Oh, there we, is. We're, we're such a basic human, yet complicated, but we don't even understand the basics, and yet yeah. we're so confident we don't need sleep. Never a day when I don't open up the, the you know, a journal or something and go, oh, my God, I can't That's, believe that. There's something new. <laughs> That's something true. new. Talk about, we've only got about a minute left. Sure. Give us what you think, we, what's the one thing we should all be doing if we feel like we're getting behind? 
Uh, stop trying to burn the candle at both ends. Okay. Start to make sleep a priority. Understand that sleep is just as important as the pill you take for diabetes or blood pressure or the vitamins you take to prevent yourself from getting heart disease or stroke. So, mm. so make sleep a priority. Understand that. Try to learn your own biorhythms and, and basically don't fight sleep. It's not a waste of time. It's actually a very important time. And make it like dominant. Like it is. I like how you set it up. It's its own place. You go there. You leave everything else out of it, and you right. go to the bedroom, and you're there to sleep. That's exactly right. Let your body and brain repair, and you'll be a much healthier and happier human being. Oh, well, there you have it. Dr. Robert S. Rosenberg, we so appreciate you. Again, um, everybody, I guess we can get the book anywhere, right, Robert? Yeah, it's available on, actually, it's on Amazon.com. You okay. can get it there, or BarnesandNoble.com, and it's in some of the bookstores, and it's okay. called Answers for, it's called Sleep Soundly Every Night, Feel Fantastic Every Day, and yes, you can get it on Amazon.com. Appreciate it. Dr. Robert S. Rosenberg's his name. Go to his website, AnswersForSleep.com. Awesome insight. Folks, this is your life, for heaven's sakes. Sleep. Oh, sure, it's easy for you to say. No, get some sleep. We're going to take a break. When we come back, continue this discussion about healthier living today and our sleep. This is the Matt Townsend Show. You're listening to us right here on BYU Radio. Welcome back, everybody, to the Matt Townsend Show. Hey, today we are talking about sleep. And uh, it's, sure, it's your life, right? It's your life. John Bon Jovi even said so. But you got to get sleep. He is the expert, by the way. (laughs) Nobody knows sleep better than John Bon Jovi. But when we talk about it in the end, my friends, there is a big, big deal with you getting enough Zs and you not getting enough Zs. In fact, it's such a big deal. Apparently, the Giants yes. are using their sleep schedule to their advantage. They're trying to. San Francisco Giants. They're attempting to, yes. World Series. Yes, they're in the World Series. Up three to two. They're in the World Series? I didn't know Apparently, that. they're in the World Series. Three to two. My sister was at the last game. Oh, you're kidding me. She was there. She. I have a cute little selfie of her and her husband just grinning. She didn't take me? She called, and I told her you were busy. Right. I told her you were very, very busy. Oh, my gosh. So um, what have you been studying? You you are a San Francisco Giants fan. Fanatic. I will admit that. Fanatic. That's a great. I've, I've, yeah, I've been going to San Francisco Giants game. Well, I don't go to them anymore because I live in Utah. Uh, let's but, be um, real. You are the guy. If you've ever seen the YouTube, uh, there's a guy paddling in a boat. No, no I'm not Reaching for a ball, trying to catch a ball, and he tips over and falls in. No. That's not you? No. I thought that was you. Not me. Okay. No. So talk about the sleep. But I used to go to Candlestick Park, yeah. Did you? Did you? Yeah, before they tore Did it you down. get mugged? I heard that no. it was dangerous out there. Was no, it? No, it wasn't. Never had a problem out there. Is it? Talk about um, Talk about what the Giants well, are doing. What they're doing is most baseball teams, when they, um, when they travel, yeah. Uh, when they have a schedule, they will sometimes have a series. They they play three or two or three, maybe sometimes four games in a series, yeah. and then they'll have a travel day after that. Sometimes, right? 
Now, during the World Series and playoffs, they always have a travel day in between right. well, you know, sets of games. So you'll have two games in Kansas City, you had a travel day. Then you had the three games in, in San Francisco, you have a travel day, and now they're going to start two more games in yep. Kansas City. But they've got, see, they've got to get on the bus, and they've got to go from San Francisco on the bus no. and travel they're taking a plane. to Kansas City. It used to be a bus, but no, yeah. they're taking a plane. Okay. But what, the giant, what most teams do is after the game is over – the day before the yeah. travel day, they they, get on that plane. they pack up, get they home, get on the plane, and they go. Bed. Exactly. Not these guys. Not the Giants. Why? Because they think it's a better rhythm of sleep. Yeah. After a game. Stay, the- even if you're in a foreign city, they stay in that foreign city in the hotel and sleep yeah. that night after the game and travel the next day. Yeah. So and arrive, you know, you arrive later in the afternoon. Yes, it, it does take up time out of the day. Mm-hmm. But your sleep is not – I mean, if you leave right after the game, if it's a night game, it's not over till 10 or 11 o'clock. Right. You're not getting – you're not landing in the airport until 3 or 4 a.m. That's right. So you're not even going to get to bed till 4 or 5. Exactly. But so – but that's also presuming no one's going to party. Well, if right. you're in the middle of the series, no. You yeah, shouldn't You shouldn't, shouldn't be, be partying. The party's exactly. at the end of the series. Right. Now, if you're at the end of the series, that's a totally different thing altogether. And depending on how you did, that's a real party. Exactly. Well, that's so, a great idea. But the Giants started this in 2010 when and they won the World Series. What if we could attribute their sleep habit to their gameplay? Some people play? are saying that it is possible that this oh, helps. Sure. Oh, I believe it. Not not that this is the one reason. No, but, but I, think, it I think every football coach, every football team has a a belief of what works sleep wise what works oh, in yes, all these they areas do. yeah mm-hmm. so you see you see this i mean you have 2 weeks between the end of the football season and the super bowl yeah so this always gets brought up that's right the, their schedule of the They're team two, yeah it always gets brought up sometimes uh-huh. uh, or somehow by the press at how the coach is handling everything right. how they're keeping you know players locked down in the hotel yeah. they've got to do these hours and stuff like that see i don't think i don't think in the end the goal should be uh I, like i would if i had to wait 2 weeks to get to the super bowl it would throw me off me too i would want to play I would within play about the next week. 10 days or a week yeah exactly you still got to heal you got to get right. everybody healed but so i think this is really key because we've got to we've got to know ourselves and coaches need to too. know their teams now it is tricky during the regular season because sometimes you won't have sometimes you have to fly that night because you do have a game the sure. next day yeah you got to get there right so that you know but they're thinking that it is possible that mm-hmm. this could help the team to win a little bit of something. No, I think it does. And, and I, I think it's a great principle. Tonight, we'll, we'll see. have to see. We'll have to see. Could be. I know. I will be rooting for the sleep schedule but to tonight you're take making, over. Actually, you're making popcorn balls. Yes, but the, the sell, game will be on so in the sweet. other room. <laughs> um, hey, here's a little uh, ditty that I've... Uh-oh. Uh, well, I, I think we can learn from these pro teams that spend big money to know how to keep these athletes top of their game. Uh-huh. Every one of us, these athletes have a, a, a goal to win this championship. And if sleep is going right. to help and focus is going to help, that's something we should all have. Let's all set a goal. Well, here's another, here's another aspect of this. What? Is it easier to sleep on the plane that night or is it easier to sleep in your bed and then travel the next day? So I would hate to travel. I, would, I, can't, yeah. I personally cannot sleep on an airplane. Yeah. yeah. You so need for a, me. You need a little neck pillow. No, I've used those, and I still can't sleep on an airplane. Yours, I saw you. Yours just looked more like a sombrero. No. 
You, you know you don't wear it on your head. You wear it around your neck. Yes, I know that. Because you always put it on your head. No. It's, it's, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> I can't sleep on it. I can sleep on a plane for 30 minutes during takeoff. Okay. I don't know why. But right when I get on a plane, I get sleepy. I think it's because they don't have the air on, and so there's less oxygen. Mm. I think that's what they do to just get everyone nice and sleepy. But here's the rule. In the end, I think we all ought to have a goal. To? To get more sleep. And I think we need to hold each other accountable to it. And tomorrow on the show, we need to say how many hours of sleep we got tonight. Okay. So we should keep a sleep diary? Let's keep a sleep diary. Which, by the way, where can we find a sleep diary? On uh, Dr. Rosenberg's website. That's right. Do you remember what it was? Because I wrote it down. It's, um, it's, it's a really good website. Answerforsleep.com. Answers. Answersforsleep.com. Answersforsleep.com. You can get a little diary and write down what your sleep schedule is. Yep. I'm going for eight hours today. Tonight, you mean? Tonight. Or all day today? I'm going for eight hours tonight. You're going to sleep an hour when you get home? and No, because I've got to teach a <laughs> class tonight. But that usually means I get home late because then I'm all riled up mm-hmm. and I can't sleep. Yep. I'm going for 11, for eight hours. <laughs> I'm going for 11 hours. Wow. <laughs> I will go for eight hours. How about you, James? How much sleep? I'll try to go for eight hours, but my, my real goal is going to be the before sleep, the sleep preparation. There like, you go. Hygiene. Yeah. You want good hygiene. Exactly. Which, by the way, Monica has called and said, can you talk to James about his hygiene? <laughs> yeah, not just sleep hygiene. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> sleep hygiene would be good. Physical hygiene as well. <laughs> That's unfortunate. That is that's kind of sad. I'm not sure. How, you know, I, it's going to be tough for me because I'm going to be at my mom's house and we'll have to travel home for Plus about half an you hour. You will be eating a lot of caramel. I hope not. You'll be all sugared up. I'll get sick if I eat too much. Mm. I don't know. Some things are worth risking. We'll see. <laughs> I will be eating a lot of popcorn balls tomorrow, though. So bring them in. I tomorrow. Will. Uh, I will. We're, we will all check in on the show. I'm going for eight hours. So when, and the hygiene's a great idea. When you hear not, Matt going... Um, uh, yeah. uh, we have a class online. Mm-hmm. You'll know he's eating popcorn balls. That tomorrow. is going to be such a great day. <laughs> and I've got to—I can't drink caffeine. Apparently, oh no, that is yes. You got to uh, cut caffeine out at least like what four hours before bedtime. Yeah, it, we, he said at noon. At noon, really? Because yeah. you don't know. Everybody's different. So, but at the very least, I've heard somebody say three at th- three o'clock yeah, yeah. in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. No more caffeine. Mm-hmm. Which is honestly, I call it my little uh, my little defibrillator. <laughs> portable but, uh, diet coke is my portable defibrillator. There you go. But so I'm going to have to cut that out. No blue screen, no TV, none of that. And I guess I'll just start reading. What about a lava lamp? Oh, I can't because I get I just want to watch it. <laughs> and then get I get I get a little anxious waiting for it to like come on break free break free. Uh-huh. Oh break yeah, free. like the big one <sighs> yes. where it's like almost yeah. going oh, but not quite. Come on, come on, you come little on, globule. Come on, come on. <laughs> That's pitiful. Yeah, isn't that sad when you can't even enjoy a lava lamp? Like, <laughs> oh, you, I enjoy it. I always want to turn up the heat that- so it'll move faster. <laughs> That's not good. Okay, so there you have it. Um, we are going to try to be like the um, San Francisco Giants. San Francisco Giants. Not, not that we don't love the Royals. I just tell me you love the Royals. I like the Royals. I think they did an incredible job this year. They the are a great are rocking team, it. And especially since they haven't been there since 1985. Especially George when they Brett. win the game tonight, it's going to be incredible. Oh, oh! Ooh, he just threw it down. He threw it down big time right there. <laughs> okay, well let's get our sleep so we can find oh. it out tomorrow. Hey, and uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back, Hank Smith's going to be joining us. Uh, he's going to be talking about our teens. We, Hank Smith is the teen whisperer. He knows 
how to understand your teens. And maybe, you know, when this shift of time takes place with daylight savings, he might have some insight into that. This is the Matt Townsend Show, giving you the ideas, tools, solutions to help you get better sleep today and live a healthier life. We'll be right back after this break right here on BYU Radio. Welcome back, everybody, to your nighttime sleep show. <laughs> this is the Matt Townsend Show, and uh, we're singing. We're not singing. The Fifth Dimension is singing. Last night, I couldn't get to sleep at all. This is the song that James plays to his friend Monica, a.k.a. Mallory, a.k.a. Malala, a.k.a. we don't know her name, and a.k.a. he won't tell us why. <laughs> Welcome back to the program. That's a great song. Did you choose that or did Sean? That sounds like a Sean song. Yeah, that was Sean. A Sean song is much like a swan song, but it's like a swan that took some buckshot. and um, <laughs> From the 70s. From the 70s. Not that we don't like that song. Uh, ironically, Hank Smith, our next guest, was singing all of the verses. Yes, I was. How did you learn that song, Hank? I was born in the 70s. so it just kind of Well, so was I. I was born in the 69s. And um, it's a less popular term, but uh, I was born in 69, and guess what? You, I didn't know that song. You didn't know that song? Mm-mm. I think it was a requirement for those of us born in the 70s. I know a lot of Helen Reddy's work. <laughs> I don't know why, because yeah. I was raised by four women. I, I know a lot of Air Supply. Oh, Air Supply. Yeah. Bread. Chicago. I know Chicago. I don't know mm, Bread. You didn't know Bread? But I know Air Supply. Um, so Hank Smith's joining us. Now, here's the deal about Hank. Hank is an educator. He's a PhD. He's bad to the bone. He is the teen whisperer. Yeah, I like to spend some time with teenagers. I spend most of my time with teenagers. And why do you whisper? Uh, that's a... <laughs> Explain that. You have to sneak up behind them and whisper uh, to get them to hear anything. Did you hear – you probably weren't able to hear it, but our earlier guest was talking about these teenagers go through this um, – this problem, it, uh, he had a, it was a name, it was a type of phase where they maybe don't get enough melatonin and their melatonin, it's called delayed sleep phase. And these teens, so they might be getting a lot of melatonin when they're 15 years old and it, you know the melatonin makes them tired around 19. And then all of a sudden, maybe at 15, 14, 13, 16, whatever age, the phase shifts and they don't get enough melatonin until maybe one in the morning. Really? So they all of a sudden, they can't sleep. Yeah, I've heard that they are psychologically or no, physiologically Kind of that's it, uh, and that would mess it up. Seven percent to stay up late. Yeah, and so seven percent of your teens are probably going through delayed sleep phase. Yeah, they they would be hopeless. Yeah, and and the things that they do don't help, right? I mean, no. Yeah, sugar, <laughs> sugar, caffeine. caffeine. Yeah, um, video games, video games, bright screens, rock and roll music. Yeah. Uh, Beyonce, any, everything that excites the brain. Yeah. They are they are doing right there. Lady Gaga, they, right before they go to bed. <laughs> It's so true. So talk to us. What what do we need to do if we want to motivate our kids? I mean, sleep is hard because their brains are working, they're excited, they're passionate, and then you want them to ramp it down and let's go. Right. To well, I studied up on this a little bit, uh, knowing that we were going to talk about this today. Uh, and I, I realized that our culture, we've had a culture shift. If you listen to Russell Foster, you ever heard of Russell Foster? Uh-huh. He's a sleep 
biologist, I guess. I don't know. We what call him call sleepologist. Sleepologist. We can make uh, up anything we want. Yeah. <laughs> he said that our culture has changed. And during Shakespeare's time, it was, oh, the gentle slumber, right? Oh, no yeah. sleep, the wonderful medicine, <laughs> uh-huh. you know, the golden chain of our health. That's what they called it. And then he said he, he pushed us forward. He said, look at the 1980s. And you have Margaret Thatcher saying – Sleep is for wimps. Yeah. Right? Sleep is and, for sissies. Yeah, and Edison says – Thomas Edison says sleep is a complete waste of time. So, See, it's yeah, their fault. It's a culture, right? It's a culture. So I guess maybe the culture at home of sleep. Does dad – mom and dad, how do they feel about sleep? We, that's a big issue because we talked a lot about the fact that – I mean it, it kills people. If you get yeah. less than six hours of sleep, it decreases your life expectancy. Yeah, and you have a 50% more chance of being obese. Oh, tell say. me about it. Yeah, if you get five five hours or less a night, you have a 50% chance of being obese. And then that's going to lead to every other problem. Right, And then Heart you're going to just have a protoplasm breakdown. Right. Um, so he so we got to change the culture is yeah, what you're so saying. Did, so the culture of your house, what's the sleep culture of your house? Which usually starts with an argument. Right. <laughs> Get Go to, bed. to your bed. <laughs> I'm going to crush Turn you. Turn that yeah. off. We have a sleep fight. Yeah. Um, so here's, here's, here's what Russell Foster recommended and I think I, I'll throw in some things as well. He said you got to start dimming lights. I don't know if you guys talked about this Yeah, before. we did. But that's a great idea. I would start dimming lights before, turn computers off, turn phones off. Turn uh, noise off. Noise. Yeah. We just start dimming things. It was interesting. Uh, he said that – uh, what do we all do before we go to sleep? We go in a very brightly lit bathroom, right? And that's so and true. brush our teeth and, and stimulate our yeah, face and, and, the, yeah, and, and wash our face. And so the light is is exciting the brain, and then what we think that I'm gonna go right to sleep. We so. don't. It's because we don't get it. We don't get that. We just think sleep is something we do. Automatic, yeah. It's go great. in and just do it. You lay down. And but a lot of people struggle. I mean, yeah. I had a friend. You probably had friends. That I haven't had a friend. You, I was going to say, I, 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 you're unique with the friends <laughs> thing. But yeah. I had a friend, man. He could fall asleep during the day, but at night. He couldn't do he it. He could not do it. He just could not fall asleep. And if he woke up during the night, he was up. Doesn't matter what time it Are was. You one, serious? two, three. If he woke up, he was up. So it would be kind of fun to text him at one in the morning and wake See, him up. I have father-in-law that um, is a medical doctor. I think this is why a lot of doctors die young, because they they, they probably don't sleep as much because they're studying. Always they're used call. to just getting up and yeah. going. And um, but he gets up at five a.m. and just gets going. And he loves. I mean, he's fine. That's, he's he a just, morning person. He just needs his six hours or whatever. But uh, for Thanksgiving, I bet we're going to be with him, which I love. They're great people. But about five five twenty in the morning, you'll hear <laughs> he starts starts making Mowing a smoothie <laughs> smoothie time, <laughs> and I'm like, oh jeez, oh, I need <laughs> a break. But see, some people don't need it, and yet this is he's the smartest guy I know. He's done the most work. What in times the world. you go to bed? Um, I I'm actually not sure because I probably ten thirty eleven. Yeah. So that's a that's a that's a good cycle Six hours. to be on. Right? But cycle. you need seven hours, eight hours. Yeah. Come on. Well, you don't. That's the average, right? The average is eight. Some bodies need nine. Some bodies yeah. need seven. But the average is around eight. Yeah. Uh, let me tell you something that happened all the time when I taught uh, at the university is that my these kids coming straight out of high school. Yeah. This is freedom. I don't. I this can is do whatever I want. Yeah. So I mean, I would ask them my freshman classes. What times ever going to bed? The average was two, two to three. Are you kidding? Every night. This wasn't weekends. This was every See, single. Night. I always learned that the Holy Spirit goes to bed at midnight. <laughs> yeah. So at two in the morning. What are so they what doing? are they doing yeah. up? <laughs> two in the morning. They don't even have the spirit. I with think them. they start on YouTube and they're like, "I'm going to watch one funny cat video." That's the problem. And, and then then once you got one funny cat video, then eventually you wake up and you're like watching dogs. Yeah. Then it's I'm going to watch all of YouTube tonight. <laughs> um, so 
they it, they would live it up that way for the first I don't know month. And I say I would always say, you guys watch out. Here's what's going to happen. It's going to come around about the beginning of November. You're going to yeah. get sick. Yeah, you're going to get sick. You're going to miss school. Uh, and you're going to end up really so behind, cool. and your finals are going to be so stressful. See, I need you. I needed you in my to be my teacher. Right. I get sick. I would tell them, I'm like, guys, go to bed because you're going to get sick, uh, and then finals will be off before you'll be behind. You'll you'll be behind. You'll you'll struggle, and then do they learn? Will kill you. Uh, some of them. Yeah. Most of them are three in the morning. Do they come right. up and say, uh, Doctor Smith, thank you for that advice? Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's in their nature to be very thankful. <laughs> um, here's another thing. Uh, that I learned when I was doing my study up for our session today yeah. uh, is that medications and uh, alcohol, they sedate you. That's not sleep. Ooh, they like numb you. Yeah. To, but then you might not be able to sleep. You're not sleeping. He says you might take a shot of whatever uh, alcohol or a thing of NyQuil and oh, you think yeah. you're asleep. You're knocked out. You're not yeah. asleep. They're two different things. So you don't get you're the not benefits getting of the, sleep. Yeah, you're not getting benefits of sleep while you're knocked out. And by so the way, video games sedate us too. Right. <laughs> so we think we're relaxed. But if, if you've ever gotten up after that, you know you, you're not rested. Right. Right, you're a zombie. Yeah, I'll that's take, what Walking Dead's about. I'll get, I'll get this, I'll get the, a cold or something. I'll take Nyquil at night. I wake up mm. and I don't feel no. rested. I'm embarrassed right? because I've drooled all over my pillow. <laughs> have you ever just? Have yeah, you ever I do that. Up, I do that like, without Nyquil. Yeah, right? you're yeah. like, man, I am totally drooling. <laughs> get the pillow pad. Um, uh, another thing for teenagers, uh, we want to make it as dark as possible, so they'll have. Um, They'll have bright lights in their room. You, know, uh-huh. you got the CD player yeah. that's maybe on, yeah. the buttons on. You got the alarm clock uh-huh. that maybe showing a little a bright light on them. Yeah, uh, and that's that's going to end up hurting things. My son, who is the one that needs the most sleep on earth, has the biggest window in the family. Right, and it's just that's right. <laughs> and there's a street and light shut, right outside. Right. <laughs> and so, yeah, he's got to lock it up tight and shut it down, or he'll not sleep. Yeah, and I, when that sun comes in in the morning. That's yeah. a, now that's a good thing, right? Yeah, because I mean, it's a natural way to wake yeah, up. You want to wake but up, but you naturally. have to have slept, or it's yeah. a really bad nightmare. <laughs> I, have, I stayed with some friends in Alaska, and when the sun didn't go down, uh, they had to set an alarm to go to sleep. Oh yeah, yeah, isn't say, that funny? Yeah, because they think, wanted to get enough no, sleep, but it was totally. midnight. They're up mowing the lawn because uh-huh. it's bright and sh- sunny outside. <laughs> when we we went to London and came. Landed, you know, a, a red eye. Landed in the morning, and my father-in-law wouldn't let us sleep for the whole day because. Because you now just stay up, yeah, and we'll all go to bed at nine o'clock. Jet lag. And, yeah, and it was the funniest day of my life because every we would be in the van and we'd all just be asleep on each other, and he'd turn the corner like, and we'd all sleep on each other's <laughs> the other person's shoulder. But it was the longest, worst day of my life. Honestly, did you fall asleep that night? Yeah. See, because that would have been the hard part. If you slept yeah. during the day, you'd uh-huh. been up. All but then night. we still kind of got up at three or four or five in the morning. But we also went to bed at seven. <laughs> it, was a long, it was a long day. Let's do this, Hank. Let's take a break. And ha- when we come back, I want you to teach us about the culture stuff. How do I – like that's a cool idea to create a culture of rest. Right. In your house. In your house with your family and how to kind of thread that through life a little bit more. We're here with Dr. Hank Smith. you got to go look him up on Facebook. He's about to finish his Dr. Hank Smith website. But on Facebook, he's got a ton of uh, audio programs for your kids, uh, you name it, he's talked about it. Um, he's he really is. He's educator extraordinaire, the Teen Whisperer. This is the Matt Townsend Show. More with Hank Smith when we come back right here on BYU Radio.
Welcome back, everybody. These Dreams by Heart. A song, uh, the, the anthem of our next guest, Hank Smith. <laughs> These Dreams. This is your favorite song, Do you huh? have any air supply? We did, but we ran out of it. Oh. <laughs> out of our air supply. Air supply. That's uh, right. Dr. Things Hank Smith. Interesting in here. Uh, yeah, totally. Dr. Hank Smith is in the house. He is the teen whisperer. He's an educator extraordinaire. He understands kids. And spends a lot of time teaching them how to be more effective. I healthier. spend my life with teenagers. Which isn't bad. Yeah. I mean, I love my kids. But, you know, I need your expertise yeah, to I know how to, to relate to them. Because <laughs> sometimes you're like, they're weird. I have to get away from them every, every once in a while. But sleep, uh, you see it. These kids come in and I'm betting if a kid hasn't had enough sleep, you know it. Oh, automatically. Yeah. Uh, lack of clarity. Right, bad mood. They're answering the wrong question. <laughs> right, yeah. They're in they're a bad all over mood. the place. They're kind of zoned out. Yeah, right. Well, they're zoning, or they just put their head down yeah. and sleep. And that's the big one. That's the one where we we get talking and boom, their heads their heads gone down. Uh, and I think I, I a lot of them want to control. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm I so can't, sorry. I really I don't sleep. Uh, I, I really want to be here. I really want to stay awake. Oh, that's uh, sad. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's not. think of that, and then they get behind. I'm assuming. Yeah, they get behind. They get frustrated. Yeah. Right, uh, they get emotional. Mm-hmm. So teenagers' hormones are off the charts, and so yeah. now they get more emotional and they get more frustrated. Their problems seem bigger than they really are. Yeah, they're exaggerating right. everything. Uh, it's like a new parent, right? When you're yeah. a new parent, I watched my wife, and little tiny things got big because she had no oh, yeah. sleep. We had twins. Oh, twins. yeah. So you know that's you know the cause of that, right? <laughs> Oh, some sort of horrible luck. I love them, but, they're, but, they're, but it's double the double the trouble, oh, double goodness. the opportunity, double the blessing, double the benefit, and, and double the no, double the no, low, sleep. no sleep. Yeah, and that was all her. I, yeah. I, I, but I had to be up. You know, when when we had babies before, she'd take care of most of the yeah. things. I got up yeah. once in a while, but she's like, "Well, you don't want to just be a bystander." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah. Uh, but then we had two, and I had to be awake. Yeah. Oh, and then I felt what she felt all those years. Isn't that How interesting? Because it is. It's it, it's it's real energy. You're you are impacting the system. Right. When you impact the sleep. Yeah. And, and she, yet, kids, yeah, how do you function? Yeah. Every day, uh, with no sleep. So wives are amazing. People with totally yeah, people with newborns, you're amazing. Keep it up. Uh, so let's should we talk about sleep culture. Yeah, let's go there because the culture we're making up this idea as we go. But I it's like a, it. It's a really cool concept because um, if you don't have a culture, if your culture is that sleep is for sissies, right? We get then, as little as possible to yeah, function. That's right. Right, be, and it might simply be because one of you in the family doesn't need sleep. Right, you think? Yeah, but apparently, even the doctors are saying everybody needs. Higher levels of sleep. You may think you don't, but there's consequences to not. I think the way to know – I've been told the way to know if you're not getting enough sleep is if you have to wake up by an alarm every day. Hmm. And that's got to be most of America. I don't. I I wake up when my kids are screaming. (laughs) I have five alarms. Uh Uh, I do. There's no snooze button on them. (laughs) That's what's neat about my family. We're so spread out. We have somebody that needs to get up and leave – about every 28 minutes. Right. So nobody's <laughs> sleeping. My, my alarm clock comes over and pushes my eyeball while I'm asleep. And <laughs> Dad, are you Dad, asleep? Yeah. Are you Not sleeping? anymore. <laughs> Can you let go of my eyeball? Right. 
thank you for that. I'm scared. Well, now am I? I'm scared too. So the culture though is everything in the family, right? It's right. how we talk. So, it's how we think. What's the sleep culture in your house? How much do we value? How much do we value a good night's sleep? Because really, if we're not getting a good night's sleep, we might be complica- complicating our problems. Oh yeah, right. Our teenagers are emotional. We hate that they're so emotional. Yeah. They're off the charts emotional. We hate that, but yet we're not allowing them mm. time to sleep. Get them to sleep. Help them learn to make a say uh, their bedroom a haven for. Yeah. For sleep, right? And the lights are down yeah. lower and blinds are uh, shut. No I kind of like the idea of in the morning, talk about their sleep. Did you, how do you feel? Do you feel rested on a scale yeah. from one to 10? How rested are you? So they actually, so we're learning. They create a note. Oh, I, I feel do. pretty good today. Yeah. And I went to bed on time. That's right. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. I, I teach a, a class early in the morning. I have a 620 class Holy for high school cow. students. And they come in and they're dragging some of, some of them. And others are. What's the big feeling? Deal? Great, yeah, yeah no problem. Great, and it's all in the time they went to sleep. I have some kids that come at their six twenty class because they're faithful; they don't want to miss, but they stayed up till two. Yeah, so they're getting the three and a half hours of sleep coming. Oh, to class. that's just not right. Yeah, and and they're not they're not helpful in mm-hmm. class. They're not with it. They're not learning. But there's uh, a discipline out. to this too, because the culture of sleep would say. You're also – we're going to be disciplined and we're going to have predictability and consistency. Now, you, I guess, can improvise and have fun the rest of the day. But about 9 o'clock, we're going to start winding down and this right. is how it's going to go. And it also seems like in order to get ready for sleep, it might be a great way to kind of get them used to meditating, getting them used to having a prayer maybe. Right. Some spiritual Some spiritual, moments, moments. spiritual time. And that's completely interrupted by a phone. Yeah. Uh, I, most of my teenagers fall asleep texting. Almost every night. I They're talking to, yeah, to someone back it. and forth. Well, I've had, my kids will get texts at 2.30 in the morning. Right. Just, and you're like, what? And it's a text that says, hey. Right? Yeah, you exactly. Awake. Hey, <laughs> sup? Right. Nothing. You? This Good. whole conversation. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I've, most of my students, we laugh, have dropped their phone on their face because they're oh, texting. I and... know. Have you ever had an iPad? Yeah. <laughs> I have the old <laughs> iPad and I have to wear a helmet the now when I go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> and a face mask. It's so, so maybe what do we do? We've got to put the phone away. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, maybe we have a place where all our phones go. Yeah. Plug them night. in. Everybody at night, we plug them in. Yeah. I've, have you ever seen those little stands or wooden stands that sit by an outlet and they have little holes for each charger? I haven't seen to that, come but that through. sounds awesome. And you can just lay them all out. There's mom, dad, kids. Everybody's phone just yeah. lays right there and charges. Whoever right? in, whoever does that is going to be a millionaire. That's a great little That's idea. A great Put them all right there. That's right. right. And lay them out. And then the, our doctor today said 60 to 90 minutes before you want to go to sleep. Is when lights go so off. So we should and... be turning the technology off. If I have a child that goes to bed at 9, my youngest, he shouldn't be playing on the iPad at – he should stop eight at 7.30. 7.30, 8 o'clock. Now, honestly, if I could get that to happen, that would be hard. That is that's Moses big. But I mean, if he has something else to do, right? Because yeah. because Dad's turned his TV off and all the computers that's are true. off, and then we're going to have a little chatting time. You know what I'm doing? I am I am very close. I would do it if I thought I wouldn't be killed. I'm close to turning off cable, just completely getting rid of it. We don't have it in our house. Is it what's it like? Do you guys talk? Yeah, it's incredible. We we sit and we talk, and we do have Netflix. So yeah. we, t- we talk. We, yeah, but I mean that. I mean, you, well, it's, once you've like been on Netflix for six months, you're done. Yeah, <laughs> you've seen everything. I mean, you'll get to see something once a week. Oh, that's new. Yeah, that's right. Good. So yeah, we 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 shut all the cable off, uh, and we don't do video games in our house. Uh, now that's I'm not saying that that's the right thing, but that's just worked for us. We well, don't do video games in our. Do house. Your kids just. 
like look at each other. Uh, like we, we have lots of outside time, which I think helps. Yeah, yeah. Fall asleep. That's right. Good. Because Where we're, we're yeah, we're out running, we're out playing. Last night we were at a corn maze. <gasps> really? Uh, and man, when we got home, they were they were out. Or we play basketball. Right? That's cool. What what do you do if you if your foot's been you know disabled? <laughs> Is that him? Is his foot disabled? I, I've hurt my foot. <laughs> I hate to bring it up, but until somebody out there solves it for me, then make them run laps. Laps that's right. House. Everybody you, you sit. Lap. You yeah. sit while they run laps. We throw a house. ball, but that's a great idea. And so maybe you know, do something extreme or t- try it. Do a little uh, fast. What do they call it? Uh, like a media a, fast. A media fast. Yeah. where We're not going to touch the media for the next month. I think it's a great idea. And maybe you talked about this before, but no caffeine after lunch. Yeah, that's what you we talked about, about this yeah. for, especially for a teenager. Yeah, they're already. Their brain's pretty excited. But I'm is. worried that if I quit doing caffeine after lunch, my heart would stop. Right. <laughs> I think it, <laughs> I think you're a little mixed up there, but I'm pretty sure caffeine <laughs> causes your heart to work harder. Do you think so? Yeah, I th- I'm pretty sure it does. <laughs> I don't know. Science might be out on that. Yeah, but. <laughs> I don't know. It's the defibrillator that we need. Um, so – but this is a culture and this is – this comes from the top down, I guess, like all cultures right. do, right? Well, here's the scary part. The scary part is – uh, maybe not the falling asleep in class because you might say all teenagers do that. But when we start talking about mental illness, uh, th- this has been linked to sleep. Yeah. Uh, ADHD and well, depression. An anxiety. anxiety. If you're tired, you are going to be a little more depressed. It's right. easy to. Or you're going to get anxious because you didn't get your homework done. Yeah. Think about – I mean think about the, day, the days you've gotten little sleep two or three nights in a row. Yeah. I mean you can handle it one night because yeah. you think, oh, tonight I'll – I'll make it up. But if, think if you never make it up. Two mm. or three, your body's not functioning the That's way right. it should. You've got neurotransmitters that aren't That's happening right. up there. Uh, and if you don't have those neurotransmitters, you're going to be depressed. Well, and also, like parents set the standard. You know what I mean? If the right. standard is we're going to go till midnight and we're going to – you know, we're watching party shows. like it's 1999 yeah. or whatever. Now that's good every once in a while, right? Yeah. But this oh, is yeah. a, if this is our culture that everybody stays up as much as they want, we all fall asleep on the couch, yeah. right? Watching something, uh, eventually that implodes. Something's not going to work. Yeah, eventually it's going to fall apart. Um, so if we could get our teenagers sleeping more, we're going to. Oh, what if we saw lower rates of depression in teenagers? Well, and that's and what if we didn't have to diagnose a child with ADD because yeah. he actually got sleep and could focus, right? And then we're not medicating, and then we're not doing other things, right? Because an, uh, we talked about this, and an ADHD kid is getting stimulants. Yeah. So all of a sudden, your kid's diagnosed with ADD, and then you're going to give them a stimulant, right? You give them stimulants, and now they're not now they really don't less. sleep. Mm-hmm. So uh, studies are showing that if we are giving these ADHD HD kids more sleep; these symptoms are going down. Going down. That can't be bad. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's bad for the pharmaceutical industry. <laughs> They're going to shut us down. But you know, it's uh, and again, with all things in a family, it's it's a culture that you need to sit as a couple, maybe, or with your kids, and say, "What do we want this home to feel like? What right. do we want it to be like?" I my, I have a son. It's the greatest thing. My youngest, when he's tired, he's like, "I'm going." That's and we'll tell him. You ought to go to bed, and he's like, "Okay," and just goes to bed. It's the it's the most amazing thing in the in the middle of a big game the other night where it came down to the last minute play, like two minutes before that when they were making the drive to win the game. I'm like, "Dude, you look tired." He's like, "I am." I'm like, "Well, do you want to go to bed?" And he's like, "Yeah." <laughs> he walks out. <laughs> See, he's bound for success. Yeah, that kid bound for it's the ones that you have to pull on uh-huh. and tug on. We're going to or bed. the one that stays up till he had a whole day yesterday to do all of his homework, and then he was up till one because he didn't start. He that didn't homework do till, the homework at till all. Eleven till yeah. right. Yeah, 
10 or 11. They're like, oh, wait, I got and then homework for tomorrow. I'm like, put your phone away. And I took his phone about 8, and then he came and got it about 8, 10, and said, oh, I need my phone to know what my assignment is. So then he checked his assignment, and then I never got the phone back. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, hold on, where'd that phone go? I need it for the next thing, too. So you may as well just leave it with me. Uh, and we do we have time here to talk about microsleeps? Yeah, we because have. These, we do. We have about three minutes. Okay, microsleeps. Those can be embarrassing. One, oh, yeah. right? You're in church or you're, you're in the, school. You're and, the light, right? <laughs> <You're>, <laughs> <laughs> um, but they're also deadly, right? Yeah. For teenagers and for adults. Uh, how many how many people fall asleep at the wheel? Yeah, right. Have yeah. you ever fallen? Have you ever started to fall asleep? In the car. Oh, absolutely. I have to. Right. And With I'm my entire family, seven people in the and car. And you're driving. And I'm driving and I'm like, right. wah, 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 wah. Yeah. <laughs> what is that joke? I, when I die, I want to die peacefully like yeah. my grandpa, not it's... screaming and yelling like everyone else in the car. In the backseat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we've got to get enough sleep if we're going to – if you're going to hit the road, if you're on the road, you better be getting enough sleep because you're putting your life in danger and everybody and, else's. And recognize when you're not. Right. Because that's the thing. We all know. I mean everybody out there listening already knows if they're getting enough or not, but they're not doing anything about right. it. They already know they're not and they don't do anything. Right. I'm quick. I'm, if I'm falling asleep at the wheel, if I can – if I, I, I quickly pull over wherever we are. It's not like we're going to wait you for the stop. next town. <laughs> I pull over. Right in the freeway. <laughs> Daddy needs a nap. Right. <laughs> I pull over and my wife and I will switch or yeah. uh, I'll get out and walk around. Yeah, you know. slap yourself. Yeah. You ever get out and wash your car? That's actually a good one. You go to a car wash That's a great and idea. wash your car. It kind of wakes you up. You know, you, you could probably just take a squirt bottle. <laughs> That's how we keep the cat off the couch. Right. <laughs> it works both ways. You take that, you take that high-pressure washer and yeah. stick that right in your face. But what, what do you call that, a micro-nap? Yeah. It's, called, it's called a micro-sleep. 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 And he's, they're normally embarrassing, but they can be deadly. Oh, yeah. Uh, so we've got to be a little bit more careful about this. We've got to go back to the Shakespearean age of the yeah. golden slumber, the golden gym. Well, yeah, you honor it. You revere it. I mean right. I have people that just – that's the greatest time of their day. Right. They could, it's, it's, your brain is recharging uh-huh. and more healthy. Uh, they've shown that people who, who do tasks, you know, do something new and then go to sleep and come back, they're better at that task than yeah. someone who does the task, doesn't sleep yeah. and comes back later. They can't remember the task like someone yeah, else. Yeah, I think we've sleep. blown it. We, we've blown it because we kind of set it up that you're lazy. Right. And or yet, I, my time is limited. Yeah. I have to use every yeah. possible second. And then we're just stress cases. Yeah. This is a matter of uh, taking care of the saw versus using the saw. That's it. You've got right. to sharpen that yeah. bad boy. you got to sharpen the saw. Hank Smith is his name. Go check him out on Facebook. All you got to do is go to Facebook.com. Look up Hank Smith's CDs. Yeah, and the CDs will put you to sleep. And the CDs will put you to sleep. <laughs> I've never it, slept it works better. For everyone. <laughs> I've never slept better. I could never even finish one of your CDs. <laughs> They were that effective. <laughs> They're not even sleep CDs for crying out loud. But Hank is the teen whisperer. If you have questions, issues, go to his Facebook page. Ask him specifically how you could, uh, how you know, what you could do with your kids that might help. He's got answers. Plus, he's got a million awesome CDs and DVDs. We're going to take a break, my friends. Stick with us when we come back. Worst nightmares ever. This ought to be fun. Uh, we're talking about. Uh, James's dating life after the break, <laughs> right here on the Matt Townsend Show. Welcome back, everybody, to the Matt Townsend Show. Uh, in the house, Alyssa is here, and Alyssa is going to be discussing the worst nightmare ever. 
Apparently, it was a date gone wrong. <laughs> no, and we have a few of those, so we won't go there. These You're talking about real nightmares. No, no, no. Do you have a real nightmare? Just, have- just, we're not talking nightmares. Okay, we're talking good, like, this was a bad situation. That's the worst nightmare kind of thing. Okay. But yeah. a bad sleep situation? Um, Some of them are. Okay. Yeah. So the first one, my cousin and I are roommates, and we were last year, and we did the typical stay up late. Yeah. All the time. Talk about boys. But we didn't think it would be a big deal because we always stayed up late. Yeah. And the next day, we were supposed to go to church, which was fine. We set our alarms. Saturday, by the way, is the special day. The day we get ready for... Sunday. Right. (laughs) So you should have been... You shouldn't have been staying up late. You should have been to bed early, prepared, clothes pressed for church. Right. None of that happened. Okay. So that's what happens when you are living with your cousin. Right. Okay. That's the moral of the story. But so we wake up to sounds in the hallway. And so I'm a little panicked. Like maybe we have five minutes to get ready. We should probably hurry up. The light through the window is a little brighter than normal. So I grab my phone. <laughs> Guess what time it says? 4.30. 3 p.m. <gasps> yeah. You slept yeah. through church. I, not only we slept through all three hours of church. We did not wake <sighs> up an hour late, two hours. You late. slept through four football games. It was <laughs> and it church. Was twelve o'clock church. We missed twelve o'clock church. Nobody misses twelve o'clock church. No one. And so but then, um, we felt like the biggest idiots. Yeah, and we were just like, what? What do we do now? And so then my uncle calls my cousin and says, "So how was church today?" And she starts panicking. She's like, what do I do? What do it I was great. I felt so calm and I said, and just tell them the truth. You can't hide that. You're no. just going to start laughing. Don't start lying about you your sleep habits. That. I know. Holy cow. This I know. Is, see, this is what Hank was talking about earlier about college students. students. They just, it's I mean, just, we set our alarms, so yeah. we're responsible, right? No, see, apparently not. <laughs> this is telling us a lot about you. Yeah, I know. I'm being judged on live radio no, right no, now. No, I'm not judging you. <laughs> But just so you know, in heaven, you better be on time. Okay. No hey, one sleeps I've in changed. heaven. I'm always on time to work. Are you? Yeah. Oh yeah. Me too. Me um, too. What? Uh, <laughs> what? That 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 sounds like a nightmare. That's a nightmare. Why are you laughing, Sean? Sean's clearing his throat. He doesn't know what to say. Sean's got. He's all backed up. Oh. What? Uh, so what have you got? What else have you got? What other nightmare stories? Okay. Or do you so want like James to share his? Because James, James has share. a gnarly James, do you have one. one? About where he, he and he and McConkey, what's her name? McConkey, it's Molly. He he and Malonkey. or Melinda. Melinda, he, you and Melinda, um, have that sleeping problem, uh, narcolepsy, where you just fall asleep <laughs> everywhere you are. Tell me about it. I, I uh, so you were telling got, me the other day. Yeah. Okay. You guys, you, it's the weirdest thing. It's a match made in heaven. A couple where they both are narcoleptics. Yeah, it's interesting. And so by the end of the date, no one remembers the date because you both have slept simultaneously through different parts of it. Yeah. It's too bad you can't have timed or synchronized sleep. Yeah, narcolepsy really gets in the way sometimes. Mm. It's it's really difficult. It sounds sad. Yeah. I'll tell you what, though, speaking of sleeping But wasn't that your first though, kiss, by the way? <laughs> what? Wait, what? She fell asleep and you're like, well, don't mind if I do. <laughs> And you, try to wake her and up. you partook, and then that's embarrassing, but well, totally true. I, I, that's what Disney teaches us. That's, that's why we call her McConkey, or any name other than her real name. Because of the sleeping game. Legally, they don't allow us to use her name because of 
Fair enough. The abuse she takes. Fair enough. So what were you going to say? Oh, I was just going to say that speaking of sleeping in, that I uh, a personal best of sleeping. I slept for 23 and a half hours in a row. It was great. Whoa. Yeah. Mononucleosis. Seriously. No, but I'd, I'd stayed up. It was the same situation. I'd stayed up for like 72 hours and, since doing stuff. And, and you slept 24 hours. Yeah. So I woke up at like the very end of the day to go to the bathroom and then I went back to sleep again. <laughs> that is crazy. Yeah, That's nice. cool. Well, I'm glad you survived. Okay, so I have another nightmare, and sure. it's another college nightmare. Was it recently? Yes. Actually, this was this weekend. <gasps> Perfect. Yeah. Fresh. So um, we're in a prank war with a boy's apartment because yeah. that's what you do. A boy prank war. Right. And so we were getting ready for church, another Sunday thing. Apparently, that's a theme here. Um, and my roommate left 10 minutes earlier than we did, and she opens the door and packing peanuts come pouring into our apartment. And it was so many packing like, peanuts. Like, it like filled the family room. Peanuts. Right, right. And so then we just started laughing. She couldn't close the door. There's saran wrap in front of the door because that's how they yeah, made how them they stay. Them, right. Yeah. And she just sits there and she's like, now how do I get out? Like, well, you, you got to push through them. Yeah. You got to. She was obviously sleep deprived. Right, right. Couldn't and so then we decided instead of getting mad about it, we'd just play in them after church. So then, you know, all kinds of people showed up. We're playing in these packing peanuts. They're getting all yeah. mushed up. Yeah. Hard to clean up. Wow. Yeah. Okay. That just uh, is a great way to end the show. Yeah. Because it teaches us that you need more sleep. And responsibility in life. Alyssa, you need more sleep because you've got to you got to quit playing with packing peanuts. <laughs> it's not what it's about. Right. Those are cool stories. Do, you, do your parents know? Yeah, they know. They know now. They know now. They yeah, know now, true. my friend. Well done, Alyssa. And great show, my friends. Uh, did we learn enough about sleep? Let's get some sleep. Challenge everybody out there. More sleep. So you can live a healthier, happier life. Hopefully it'll help you see the good in the world as well. A quote for you on the way out by Marlo Thomas. My father said that there were two kinds of people in the world, givers and takers. The takers may eat better, but the givers sleep better. Maybe that's another way to get more sleep is to give more of yourself in life. Um, let's take a let's uh, tomorrow on the show. We're going to be talking about how to quit. Do you feel like you know how to quit something? Some of us are just quitters. But how do you quit in a, in a healthier, more effective way? How do you say no to the things you need to say no to? Tomorrow we'll be looking at the art of quitting so we can get perfect at ending some things that need to be ended. Maybe bad relationships, bad ideas, bad decisions. Let's end them sooner. We're out of here, folks. Again, we'll be back tomorrow. More ideas, more fun, more uh, tools and solutions to help you see the good in the world. We'll talk again with you tomorrow.